Hello friends and welcome to episode number 236 of Bat Flips and Maple Dips. I'm Patrick, he's Justin, uh, you know, you know where to find us. Thanks for taking the time to listen to the episode. I'm excited to get right into baseball, Justin. I don't even care how you're doing. I'm not even going to ask you. Let's just talk about baseball. But how are you doing? <laughs> what a roller coaster that was. I'm, I'm alright, man. Uh, it's yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a nice Sunday. Got yeah. lots of exercise this weekend. Just, uh... Hell yeah. Getting some housework done after this today and some laundry and then we'll be ready for a new week. How about yeah. you? Yeah. I, uh, I ripped, uh, quite a few. I had Friday off, so I, I ripped, uh, three very good cardiovascular days in a row. Actually, four very good cardiovascular nice. days in a row. Nice, nice. So, uh, I'm excited. I took a rest day today because I've been stiff, uh, I was stiff yesterday, but, uh, I'm pleased. I'm happy. And uh, going into the work week, I uh, decided to take some time here, clean up my office space. I've uh, I started moving all of my display case stuff in here. So I've got my uh, my Canadians jersey I bought in Montreal uh, up on the up on the wall now, and I've got my my Red Wings one up on the wall, and I've got some pictures I put up from the '60s and '50s uh for the red wings up on the wall so i'm i'm happy man my my space is turning into my space love that yeah and uh if you like what we do it's twitter at bfmd podcast go ahead and find us there website's the same justin let's uh blast through some news and then let's just get into recapping tampa and then previewing the big bad houston astros the defending and reigning and undisputed champions of baseball (laughs) For sure. Yeah. So starting off with some attendance numbers, of course, the Blue Jays unveiled the new renovations to Rogers Center this week with the first homestand of the year. Uh, Attendance for today's game against Tampa was uh, just over 39,000 average for the six game homestand, 36,000 folks out to the ballpark, which is pretty good considering three of those games were against a mediocre Detroit team. Uh, but uh, definitely good crowds for the Tampa series all weekend and uh, sold out home opener. So that was nice to see. Good to see people out and join the new spaces. Yeah, that would put Toronto eighth among all teams when it comes to uh, home attendance thus far. Yeah, and I believe uh, the new attendance is about 41,000 to 43 is the capacity now. It used to be a bit higher, but it's a yeah. bit lower now. And uh, as far as average overall attendance at home or on the road so far this season, not including today's stats, Toronto is eighth, which is pretty impressive considering you've got to deal with teams like the Dodgers, the Yankees, uh, Atlanta that have these like supersized stadiums that mm-hmm. just yep. they can host a billion people. San Diego, same thing. So yep. Toronto being eighth makes sense. And uh, it's they've also played the fewest home games or, or up to the today. Yeah. Had played the fewest home games or tied for the fewest home games so the numbers will probably uh drift down a little bit but not too much but uh it's wild seeing just how popular toronto is and of course uh it's a no contest when it comes to television attendant or like people watching for sure no team no team has watched more than the toronto blue jays yeah so. um starting with friday's game against the rays jays uh, were able to keep Tampa from becoming the winningest team to start a season since like 1884 <laughs> uh, and then their first loss of the year. 
Uh, Jose Barrios was was excellent. Patrick, uh, mm. five solid innings, uh, four hits, one earned run, no walks, and struck out six. Unfortunately, had to leave the game after five because he took a uh, comebacker off the inside of his left knee. Yeah, it's a uh, left smoked. knee contusion, just a bruise, nothing damaged in there. They're expecting him to make his next start, so bullet dodge there. And it's nice to see. Uh, it was really good to see Barrios kind of have the he, he was fired up on the mound you know like he had some emotion he was i think really feeding off the crowd which was good to see and uh shut down what to this point has been the best team in baseball so good for him i'm happy yeah <laughs> i'm happy that he's okay and i'm happy that he uh you know we got five out of him and it was good yeah so. and then the bullpen in that game uh, uh jimmy garcia gave up the only two runs to the Rays uh, from the bullpen that game, but four innings of two-run ball from them. We will take that as well. Uh, game two, Patrick, on fr- on uh, Saturday was a Yusei Kikuchi. Um, outstanding performance from him. I mean, nine strikeouts for him over six innings. Really did exactly what the Jays wanted to do. He looked like they might pull him after five, but they sent him right back out for the sixth, and he went three up, three down, and uh, it, was, it was really a tremendous game for him. He threw 94 pitches, 67 of them were strikes. Fastball was great. Changeup was great. His uh, slider was excellent. Threw a few really nice cutters. I mean, it was it was really more than you would ever want from Kikuchi. Uh, I mean, if you can go six innings of one run ball every time, you're you're laughing. But it's probably a little bit uh, above expectation. But we'll we'll definitely take that. From what I could see, he only made one mistake, and it was the... The solo taco, yeah. The solo taco. It was the same problem. I mean, Garcia had the same problem Yeah. in the other episode. We have to face reality. The Tampa, they're just good. They're a good baseball good at hitting. <laughs> so for them to, to get these home runs is not a surprise, or at least it shouldn't be. Yeah. Uh, they hit four during the series, which is... Not bad. Four home runs yeah. across twenty-seven innings. They That's, came uh, in leading the league by by far in home runs. So yeah, there, it's like one point two five home runs yep. per game. Slow down a little bit. That's good, especially a team that had a historic start. Yeah. Um. At the so Danny Jansen Patrick had a nice little quote on Kikuchi from Keegan Matheson here. Uh, Last year, nobody held themselves to a higher standard than himself. Talking about Kikuchi. You can yep. tell he's worked his butt off all offseason and in the spring. Now, early in the season, he's been electric. And, yeah, he was fired up, too. Fist pumping on the mound. Got that K-strut going. It was nice to see him. Uh, it's good to see a confident Yusei Kikuchi because I don't think we saw that at all last year. And it's outside of a few bad pitches in L.A. against the Angels, he's been pretty excellent so far, more than we could ever uh, want from a fifth starter. So it's uh, nice to see that happening. Do you, uh, yeah, do you appreciate the fact that no matter what, you know that Yusei Kikuchi is giving, like, the the fact that his teammates are the ones going out of their way to discuss his effort level, because he's not defending himself. No, and I mean, he talked last year. I mean, he, he even volunteered to go down to Buffalo at one point, if you remember correctly, just to kind of stay on that starter's workload when he wasn't doing well. But yeah. they're like, no, we think you can help us in the bullpen, and he ended up being a help in the bullpen. So, I mean, it's it's he's a he seems like a, a really big uh, team first guy, and those are the type of people you want on a baseball team, because they're willing to put the needs of the team above their own 
uh, I guess, personality or their own egos. So definitely uh, seems like he has the admiration of his teammates, and that's that's a big thing. Admiration, I think, is is the perfect the perfect term to yeah. describe uh, how the team feels about Kikuchi. And uh, to see him bounce back, yeah, he, he didn't pitch that great last week, but this week uh, couldn't ask. If he does that exact same performance, he gives our team a chance <laughs> to win every time he starts. Yeah, 100%. Um, and he'll get his chance again very, very soon. Yeah, he'll go up against the Yankees in the first game of that series on Friday next weekend. So be a big test for him in the Bronx. That's a big test. Yeah, yep. that, that whole series, I think, is a big test for this team. For sure. And uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. But um... I want to talk a bit about uh, – so Jordan Romano dodged a bullet there last night too. So yeah, second, second uh, time in the series, the Blue Jays pitcher with Brios being the other one took a uh, comebacker. And Romano blocked it with his ribs <laughs> like with a true body. hockey goalie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, was able to get the out at first base and – participated in the handshake line went for x-rays they came back negative it's being called a rib contusion so he's got a bruise there too yep. schneider said before today's game that he was available so uh, i don't think uh we'll see any ill effects for for jordan there hopefully the swelling or the pain goes down for him and he can just get back uh to pitching well again but uh really lucky for the blue jays who have this thus far dodged the injury bug um, and hopefully that will continue to happen as long as possible where nobody gets majorly injured. And, yeah, that's it's, it's good to see him be able to walk off and, and to shake that one off. Yeah, uh, I, I just want to say, I mean, he did he gave up three hits, yeah. but he also struck out two, and then he collected the, the out and the save. The comebacker, the fact that despite, you know, blunt force trauma to his ribs, he was he had the presence of mind to say, locate the ball, get it over to first with the least amount of resistance as possible. Don't fling a wild <laughs> yeah. throw to first. He located the ball, walked it over as much as he could, and then threw it over very, you know, it was all yep. good. Yeah, it was all good. And um, got the dub. That's what matters. I love seeing that kind of effort from a guy. For sure. Uh, especially after a, something as shocking as being hit by a comebacker, that's hard. You have to react immediately, and you have pain shooting through all your nerves. Yeah, the adrenaline just kicks in at that point. Um, sure. But he, he did it. He got the uh, he got the dub. By the way, um, worth noting, we didn't say anything about this uh, in the first game there, the the Brio start, but Bobichet collected his 500th hit and he did it faster than mike trout how do you yeah. feel about that yeah that's great i mean bows led the hits led the american league in hits the last two seasons so not really a, a huge surprise there that he would be able to collect uh, hits quickly and i mean i believe he was five for five in that game as well so yeah he sure uh, was that's i wanted that to bring awesome. that up uh he followed up with uh an 0 for four and a two for four yeah so he got to the Tampa hitting. Oh yeah, um, he's he's leading baseball in hits right now in the entire major leagues. So yeah, we need him to keep it keep at it though because we cannot take our foot off the gas. We've got a week of, well actually it's nine games in a row against basically playoff teams. These three against Tampa, which are now in the books, three against Houston, and then three against the Yankees. It's this is pretty much the toughest part of the schedule. 
for yeah, the it's, entire it's a, season. Definitely a tough part on the April schedule for sure. Um, yeah. Obviously today's game, the Rays did win an eight to one. Manoa was rough, roughed up again. Yeah. Just doesn't have his command so far to start the year. Four more walks today. Uh, he hit the first batter of the game as well. Gave up a home run. Um, only able to get through four and two-thirds innings. Offense was one for ten with runners in scoring position. Really just... Uh, McClanahan was great for the Rays, of course. We knew he would be. Yep. Uh, six innings of one-run ball for him. So it's just the way she goes, unfortunately. Uh, bullpen was solid again, though. They were able to get uh, four and a third innings from Pop, Meza, Richards, and Bass with only allowing one run, which was an Anthony Bass. Pop made allowance. it interesting. Pop <laughs> did make it interesting walk. with a couple of walks, and but he is able to get out of the inning, of course. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, he is able to. Can we? <laughs> obviously, we, we don't have to get into the fact that it's a rough, rough start to the season for Manoa. We have yeah. to have trust that he's going to bounce back. But having our having Tim Mesa start off the year so strong is uh, really it's quite a boon for the Jays because he's their only left-handed reliever right now, and uh, you know we need that. We need him to be cooking, and uh, that's what he's been doing. Yeah, I mean it's uh it's been great obviously we have a couple of relievers in swanson and, and pop who are pretty solid against lefties too with those power sinkers and splitters yeah so yeah. it definitely does but yeah you're right 100 percent does help to have tim Mesa because it just gives the blue jays that left-handed look conversely times that's a. <laughs> are you concerned issue. about anthony bass i mean no he is not really no i'm 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 not worried about him yet i mean he's for the okay. most part he's been fine it's it's a couple of bad outings that and obviously with a, with a reliever going short stints he had a nine era today right Cause it's, it's one run in one inning so it's uh it's gonna happen over the course of the full season though the numbers will stabilize and that's what fun. i'm hoping as well my yeah. main concern off the hop is just the fact that pretty much every appearance i think except for the one against detroit maybe he is giving up a lot of hits. He's making it interesting. Yeah, he's for sure. Like I said, but he's not really walking, guys. The whip is 1.89, but again, it's only like 6.2 innings or mm -hmm. something like that, bitch. So, yeah. Yeah, no, that is what it is for sure. Uh, Probably hear some objections in the background. Of yeah, Freddie is not uh, happy criticism of Anthony Bass. My cat, Freddie, is outside my door. He heard it's something time. about fish, and he wants. Yeah, to it's time for him to be uh, to eat. <laughs> By the way, McClanahan now four and zero to start the year, one point five seven ERA. Garrett Cole's doing even better. He threw a complete game shutout against the Twins today, two hitter. But yeah, and the Jays will face him next weekend. We'll we'll talk about that series on Thursday though. First, Patrick. That wasn't today, Houston. was it? Or no? Uh, the, yeah, Garrett it was Cole today. was today. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm uh, looking at yes, like two days ago. <laughs> First up, uh, we do have to talk about the Houston Astros, as you teed up uh, the reigning yep. world series champions entering action today patrick they are seven and eight to start the year off to a relatively uh what you would say a slow start for them but uh i mean it's everyone's close to 500 at this point in the season but uh yeah i mean the astros are sending christian javier to the mound against kevin gosman tomorrow night all three games in this series are an 8 10 p.m eastern time start uh, five o'clock for you folks on the west coast and nine o'clock for patrick and friends in, in halifax so tough yeah, late be, little, uh, some late nights probably. for you you'll be yeah, uh, not, for, 
Now for these, I don't have any days off coming up, yeah, so I don't so know. Yeah, uh, he'll be napping for the later half oh. of the game. Yeah, probably. I'll say this about the first match up here. Kevin Gossman's obviously off to a much better start than Christian Javier, uh, as the Jays are off to a better start than the Astros, but he, he, Javier is not to be oh, God, underestimated no. by is, any means. He had a very good season last year. That being said, last year uh, we did take four of six from the Astros, including yeah. uh, two of three in the April series. The only loss, of course, being when Jordan Romano gave up the walk-off oh, home no. run that went uh, dead center, like yep. 450 feet or something. I recall it well, actually. Yes, uh, I'll never forget it. Uh, but that being said, it's a different Jays team. It's a different Houston team. They're the defending champions. I think more pressure's on them yeah. to play well this series than us. Uh, but this is the matchup, I think, that is uh, more likely to elicit a W. So I This think... is the most competitive pitching matchup in terms of, I guess you could say, numbers to start the year. But uh, As far as they're yeah. both good, yes. Yeah, they're but both good. I would good. say <laughs> Garcia and Barrios are pretty much on equal footing. Too, yeah, yeah. We'll get sure. to that. Um Tuesday night, Patrick Chris Bassett coming off of a nice start in his Blue Jays home debut will face Jose Urquidy, who is off to a, a solid start this year. He's 1-0 with a 2-3-5 ERA through his first few starts. Bassett, of course, uh, he was able to drop <laughs> his ERA to 7-6-3 from over 11 in his last start out, which was nice to see, and that'll yep. continue to come down here as the season progresses, of course. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that'll be an uh, interesting matchup. Uh, Bassett, of course, with his incredible pitch mix will... <laughs> hopefully be able to keep the Astros hitters off balance and then on Wednesday uh, another night game no day games in this series uh, Barrios will go up against Luis Garcia both guys have ERAs north of seven and a half to start the season of course we know Barrios as we mentioned uh, coming off of five solid innings and hopefully the knee bruise uh, subsides so that he can be uh, unhampered as he takes to the mound on Wednesday in the evening uh, expectations for this series Patrick uh, I'd be happy with one win. Uh, I think that's reasonable. I just think we're running into, uh, uh you know, a, a, yeah, there's some matchups here that aren't favorable for us. And that's, but that being said, I mean, all, the, the starting pitching has not been great for the Jays uh, start. Like, I don't know how anybody could argue that it's been anything I mean, other than like, Last yeah. last two times through before starting, this is obviously the improvements are there, yeah, the absolutely. There, so, but that being said, our ace got roughed up today. He did not look good at all. Uh, he battled, but he, he was just not strong See, enough. This this is why back in spring training, I was arguing for Kevin Gosman opening day start. So I I just thought that uh, he's a bit more even keel, and I feel like Manoa let both the season opener and the home opener kind of adrenaline kind of get to him a little bit and he's put a lot of pressure on himself whereas i feel like gosman's kind of the um, not like not the anti-manoa but the complete opposite whereas he i don't i feel like he doesn't really let the adrenaline of a situation get to him as much as alec does he's more even keel alec literally likes to feed off of every emotion that he's feeling whereas gosman's just able to just push it all the way and just focus on yeah I see that argument, and I would agree with you at this point, given the fact that Manoa has performed poorly in said games. Yeah. Uh, that being said, he will bounce back. He'll be oh, fine. Yeah. I, it's I totally it's a tough start. 
Uh, it really tough, especially too, because it's at home, and they did all the. They've had that thing on Sportsnet, just hyping up Manoa uh, to start the year. You know, with the interview with Hazel and everything, and it's yeah. just, it's rough. <laughs> do you, do you get excited and then, yeah, this. But that's okay. Chris Bassett, I have uh, very little faith in at this point in the season because I've seen so little, and two thirds of it weren't good one of them was great though and that was the most recent so i'm gonna be a basic bitch and say that uh forget everything that's already happened and just focus on what is happening and uh jose urquidy is an excellent pitcher that's gonna be a tough matchup uh that being said i just have a feeling going to minute Maid park they roughed up some of these starters last year they roughed them up good yeah they got to last year so I don't know. I think it's. I think this game two is going to be uh, like twelve to seven or something ridiculous. <laughs> like I don't have, I don't have good vibes that the, it'll be a pitcher's duel. I don't know why. Even though Urquidy is great, I just I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. No. I. I mean, it'd be nice to take two to three from from Houston here because you're going to the Bronx, where it's always tough to win a series there against the Yankees. They play so well at home. But, uh, yeah, I mean, a 3-3 three and three road trip would be great because next week you've got the White Sox and then the Mariners coming to Toronto for a rematch of the Wild Card Series from last year. Tough, tough. April schedule. Yeah, April schedule's tough. tough. The Jays had the Tigers and the Royals for weak teams and everybody else. I mean, the White Sox you could consider not fighting for a playoff spot, but, I mean, anybody in the Central could outside of the Royals. But... <laughs> It's uh yeah, it's all teams who are expected to be in playoff contention. It's a bit of the opposite from how Tampa Bay started their season against bottom feeders. Uh, and we saw that they weren't able to win the series against uh, a, a good team. So we'll see how the Rays kind of bounce back after this weekend. Obviously a good game for them today. Um, Jays conversely need to kind of flush this one down the toilet quickly and just get on the plane and focus up on Houston because, yeah, like, like you said, it's a tough schedule. The games do not get easier this week i don't um, see a soft spot in this schedule until june if i'm being honest <laughs> yeah and i mean it's and who knows what happens by then right like teams who are below 500 now could be five to ten games up above 500 by then it's could be just the, the nature of yeah. the nature of the schedule you know where it's uh we're 10 percent of the way through the season already at 16 games in which it feels like just yesterday the season started so Time flies quickly. We're halfway through April. I mean, it's 12 tough games left here that kind of close out this month, and hopefully the Blue Jays can, can you know, like play at least 500 or better this next two weeks here just to yeah. keep, keep the record four or five games above 500, ideally, is what you want to do to have a great month. And Yeah, and this third matchup here on Wednesday night is interesting, too. Yep. Uh, two guys possibly... Uh, going in opposite directions. Barrios has had some stankers for the last season <laughs> and a half, and that's being generous. But he looked good uh, yeah. in the five-inning performance just this past week. Uh, he's going to be facing off against Luis Garcia. Um, yeah, Garcia's pitching below expectations right now. I mean, career ERA is 374 in 60 starts. So, I mean, it's... A rough start for him. He's only gone 14 innings so far over his first three, and the, his best start was his first one where he was able to go five innings and give up three earned runs. 
His last time out against the Rangers, he went five innings, gave up six fi- or five earned runs. But he's still like striking out guys. He had seven in his last start, so it's all of his velos are down or below league average. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's, a, it's a, a slow start in more ways than one for him. It's uh, the walks aren't great. The fastball velocity is in like the bottom percentile. Um, the chase rate is still good. The fastball spin is still good. The extension's really bad. I don't know what it is. Mechanics. Uh, it's too early to tell. It's not the end of April yet. Oof. Jesus. Uh, all, all I know is that he's off to, I wouldn't say a historically bad start, but like that's like a black hole uh, it's tough. in I the mean, lineup for him. Yeah, but he's, I mean, he, he goes one, say he throws a complete game shot at his next start, his numbers all look great then, right? It's just the nature of early season numbers. It's tough to draw conclusions from anything at this that's point. That's true. What we can look at, we can look at it, some of the heat maps here. The cutter is not uh, hitting that corner. It's no. not hitting the outside corner for right-handed batters. Yeah. Um, the slider is getting close, but it's also it's a little bit all over the place too. The curveball is hitting the bottom of the zone a majority of the time, but again, he, there's some command issues here. Mm-hmm. Same with the heat map with the fastball. It's a little wild and wacky. He's had a couple bounce off the plate too. I... The thing is, he throws a lot of cutters, and a lot of them aren't hitting that zone. What's funny is that, given what we've seen from umpires, uh, who have uh, umpired Jay's games, that spot right there, where his heat map gets the, the reddest, it's actually a spot that's getting routinely called for strikes. So, could be interesting. That's yep. just me complaining about umpires again. Huh. It's not a surprise. What but again. His his command doesn't seem to be there, so this could be a juicy opportunity for for the Jays to maybe you know let her rip. I, I I that's I still think that's about an even matchup anyway because historically, uh, Luis Garcia is very good. Jose Barrios historically is still good, and um, I don't know. I'd like to see a better performance from both. It makes for better baseball. I mean, I don't want to win every game twenty nothing. Or maybe I do. I, <laughs> I mean, it'd make our jobs a lot easier. Just yeah, but at what point would it just become anything. boring? Uh, pretty quickly, I think. It's yeah. it's fun playing competitive baseball. I'll say that much. It's it's good yeah. to know that we ha- that the Blue Jays have a solid team, right? It's like you you know you you can expect going in that they're at least going to put up a fight. It's not like how Royals or like Detroit Tiger fans feel, where you just know from the start of the season that it's completely doomed. Like that's yeah. we we've been there, right? <laughs> 2017, 2018, 2019, we've been there. We've been through some tough seasons of knowing that the team is not going to make the playoffs. And now knowing that there's a team that in Toronto that has potential to win a championship is it's why I think it's why we want to be so reactive to everything that's going on is there's there's so much expectation, right? It's and I mean it's 16 games in, so there's still 146 to go. So, I mean, you. this is a long way. <laughs> Still six months of baseball left. Yep, it's a long season, and it's a, a marathon, not a sprint. Yep. Uh, Ten and six, if you told me that at the start of the year, I'd be like, yeah, that's we'll all right. We'll take that, yep. Yeah, I mean, anytime you're above 500, they just have to float On pace around for 500 wins. until. Yeah, they just need to stay around 500 for the next 80 games. Yep, 
Yeah, and then we, yeah, four you know, to five games above five hundred until the trade deadline. Then you you get Chad Green back in the bullpen at some point. You might get Hunjin Ryu back. So if any of your starters are struggling or injured, you can plug those guys in. And I mean, Nate Pearson's done well down in AAA. He's had one bad outing at I think four or five so far. And his last eleven batters, he's only given up I think one hit and one walk, and it's been a lot of strikeouts. So. It's uh good to see that. I mean, Josver Zulueta is off to a good start. We talked about Tiedemann last time out. So there's there's some guys who are going to push for roster spots. And if folks on the big league club are struggling, uh, and we'll talk about that in a couple of weeks probably as we kind of get to the end of, end of the month, we'll see if guys like Belt and Espinal and Jano, I guess Jano had two hits yesterday, the other day, but uh, still averages way down there. But, I mean, if Espinal and Jano and – Biggio or Richards or Zach Popper, if somebody's struggling, then the Blue Jays might have to look to make some moves on their on their roster early. So Nate has only had one bad performance so far this yeah. season, uh, and he that's there's only one performance where he gave up runs at all. What are the strikeout and walk numbers so far? The strike okay, so he has given up four walks to eleven strikeouts. How many innings? Uh, that is uh, five point one innings pitched. Okay, okay, that's all right. Yep. And actually, <laughs> uh, that one where he had the bad performance, that two of his walks were in that uh, game. Okay. Two of his three hits, or two of like four hits, or something like that. Yeah, so it was really one one bad outing. You take that away, and he's been dominant so far. So. But uh, his last three performances April 9th, 1.1 innings pitched, three strikeouts. April 12th, 1.1 innings pitched, three strikeouts. Uh, April 14th, which was two days ago, one inning pitched strikeouts so nice. he is he's mowing him down he's mowing him down opponents are only hitting uh 158 against him uh the whip is 1.31 so uh, but obviously a lot of that is impacted by that uh rough outing on april the 7th where he got hammered uh <laughs> but you know the more i see this from him i think he still has to do this for Maybe another two weeks. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's inevitable that he's going to get a call up. You just look yep. at this. Somebody and, uh, somebody's gonna need a uh, an IL stint at some point. Nobody makes it. Not many pitchers these days make it through the season completely unscathed, especially in the bullpen. Yeah. So it's just the way she goes. In this the day the and crummy age. thing is that the only pitcher that I can think of right now that has options is if if they zach if pop. they were really struggling is zach pop and he's not struggling no so. he's playing he's pitching quite well today was kind of his only somewhat yeah. blip and he's still able to get out of it so nobody else has options which means that it yeah nate nate is basically waiting for unfortunately an and injury. you never want to see this waiting for an injury yeah. to happen yeah it's it's you got to have guys in the wings right you got to have that depth and it seems like the blue jays have a little bit of it in the bullpen right now and Hopefully some guys, I mean, I, I was looking at some stats uh, leading into the weekend and guys like Otto Lopez and Addison Barger were not hitting the cover off the ball in AAA yet. So people who are calling for Espinal or for Bishio to get sent down and you might have to wait a bit longer because nobody, nobody's really pushing the envelope to take their spots at this point. Yeah, um, we we'll see will what the, what like circle in a back to the minor league stuff. Let's give give it another month well, at least yeah well we'll wait till the end of the month here for for april to kind of chat about uh major league st major league guys and if anybody is struggling we can kind of look into some minor league potential replacement options um but i mean there's three right hundreds of starters coming up in this houston series so we could even see nathan lucas come back up and jordan luplo um go down 
because Luplo is really only a left-handed pitching hitter, and he didn't hasn't done that at all. So with three righties coming up, they might want to bring a left-handed bat up and Nathan Lucas again. So we'll likely see a roster move coming, I would imagine, quite soon because I don't see why they would keep a guy who doesn't hit righties for a series against righties. Yeah. yeah that's just me. I uh, <laughs> I wanted to check in on our resident uh, really frustrating prospect, Orelvis Martinez. He's off to a negative 20 WRC plus start. So yeah. let's not talk about that anymore. Uh, <laughs> woof. Uh, uh, that's in double A, by the way. Yeah. It, again, too early. Here's uh, something from some quotes from Alec Manoa after today's game, Patrick. Oh, no. From Ben Nicholson Smith on Twitter. He says, I've had my butt kicked plenty of times. So getting my butt kicked out of, uh, out of the baseball field was a lot better than the other times I've got my butt kicked. I'm here right now and I'm going to keep fighting my way out. I've got a lot in the tank. I've just got to go out there and start throwing some punches and uh, throwing punches instead of wearing them. So, uh, I mean, he's Manoa's a battler. We know that from everything that's been said about him and shown about him in the past. So, hopefully, that uh, comes to fruition. But uh, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough one. He's got the Yankees in the matchup with Garrett Cole coming up next. So next weekend. But we'll we'll preview all of that on Thursday. The Blue Jays have an off day, so we'll be able to come at you with a nice recap of the Houston series and a preview of the Yankees on the weekend. Um, until then, you can keep in touch with us on Twitter at BFMD Podcast or on our website, bfmdpodcast.com. Blue Jays are 10 and 6, Patrick. Good start to the year. And uh, until when? Until Thursday, we'll see you then. <laughs>